Welcome back, y'all. This is Off Mic, a podcast where we cover everything that revolves around music and the culture. This is your host, Pedro. Your other host, Solomon. And we have a special guest with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Jack. Summer. Jack is our good friend from different mothers. <laughs> <laughs> from different valleys of life. Yes. But uh, he's also the co-founder of Cesspool, which is the collective this podcast belongs to. Yes, sir. Today, we're talking about something that kind of we all have a special place in our heart for. Our man, Frank Ocean. Yes, ma'am. At Blonded on Instagram, which is crazy that he's on Instagram. Yeah, let's get to that later. Where, oh, yeah, where, we'll, where? Talk, we'll touch on that. Um, let's start off with, like, the fact that you guys know each other because of okay, Frank. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Man, Frank. Set, yeah, set it up, set it up. If you're out there listening, me and my man Solomon, we really bonded over a five or six hour wait. At a merch line, Panorama 2017. 2017. Where you killed summer. the performance, by the way. But oh. we never even got merch. We never yeah, got the, merch. We killed the merch, too, but that line was, it was like four hours deep, I it think. It was different. In the sun, in the hot. Yeah, heat, that was crazy. You know? Randall's Island. Facts. So, I know Pedro through college, and I know Solomon through the neighborhood, the yeah. block. Summer camp. Camp Kahila, shout out real quick. Yes, sir. And, yeah, we all met up at Panorama. And had that Frank Ocean experience. Like we were talking about off mic, we said that St. Frank is like seeing like a unicorn or, or right. a Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot. And he's singing and right. performing, which I mean, is crazy. I, yo, if like, it's funny you brought up unicorn because I feel like if any animal could sing like beautifully, I feel like <laughs> if any animal would, could sing like Frank, it'd be a unicorn. Not even like Frank. I'm thinking like Celine Dion kind of. It would oh. be, you know, a unicorn. True. Right? Like that kind of vibe. What would uh, uh, Bigfoot or Sasquatch sing? I'm thinking like? DMX kind of. Like, <laughs> Where my dogs at? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm seeing. I'm not, I'm not trying to see Bigfoot singing. Um, I think we should kind of just break down where Frank jumped into our musical timeline. First off the bat, what was the first project mm. that you found? First project that I found, even though I had heard of Novocaine and Swim Good, which were on Nostalgia Ultra, I was first introduced to Frank off Channel Orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was my first 2012. Concert. 2012, yeah. Freshman or sophomore year of my college. Uh, for me, I would have to say my first Frank Ocean project would have to be Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah, Nostalgia Ultra for me as well. Word. Like, for me, it was through Odd Future because he was part of them at the time. And they basically put out the word through social media, Twitter, yeah. Tumblr, etc. And, and so a lot a good, of people definitely posting. a good following there yeah, back then as well. So for I know. sure. Tumblr was big. And Frank is, is known still for using Tumblr. That's still like... Right. I feel like he keeps it alive. I feel like no one really posts or used right? Tumblr until Frank's on it. Then he like... It's also crazy that he's like stayed primarily on tumblr until like just recently joining instagram yeah it kind of makes sense though it's like the least information about you it's literally just like reposting right i feel like people rarely post um, native content po- yeah like post like shit like that where they're actually writing or like pictures of them unless it's like a photography account or something like twitter you're like always writing it's like your voice instagram is like your face or like things you see and shit like that facebook same thing but Tumblr, I feel like, is like the perfect outlet for someone like Frank Ocean, who's trying to be low key, but can also kind of stay in contact with his fans. Yeah, he can just like pop up and post like a picture of a chair, or write up like a quick like I remember he used to put up like verses and right. shit like yeah and little writings and little writings of yeah. like it's like a very remote social experience exactly right? like he's on an island like Tumblr's yeah. that island but yeah I mean 
he's just like a mysterious guy and buried to himself. But very like the little spurts that you get from. Him. I remember back in the day, you would really see him on like the Odd Future related things that right. they were all doing together. Like I remember the Odd Future freestyle that they did at uh, Terry Richardson's yeah Odie. spot. Yeah, he would have like a little verse or he'll say something cool, and he's like, "Damn, this guy is fucking odd. Like, he's such a cool guy. Yeah, so much older. He's like an old soul kind of. Right. And it's cool because he always stood out because he was like the calm like normal one out of the whole odd future group like you had haji you had earl wallen now you had tyler going crazy and you just had frank in the corner like sipping some like mango drink or whatever right. just like chilling in the corner and then With his hey. rolex and like flower yeah, yeah. Right yeah. exactly like so i thought it was cool that he came up with odd future and just being like the complete opposite of what odd future represented and and like such a collective of legends yeah of course for sure like so many of them now are like doing their own thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're making Tyler, a living. They're still making. Yeah, the internet formed out of them for like, sure. I mean, so Pedro, you got into him through Channel Orange, but obviously since you've heard Nostalgia Ultra, yeah, and so we can all talk about you know why is that such a special project and why did it bring him such this immediate cult following and rise? For me, I'm a huge R&B fan off the rip. So, like, when Frank came out, it was coming off of an era where it was very, you know, obviously melodic, because there's a lot of that in R&B, but a lot of stuff that sounded kind of familiar. It had its own sound, but it was familiar. But when it came to Nostalgia Ultra, I was introduced to many different things through that project, whether it be the samples he used, the movies he referenced. There was a lot of different things happening sonically, which you also see in Channel Orange as well, Mm -hmm. but... It kind of made people pay attention. They kind of stopped what they were doing as R&B fans, and it was composed differently, and really? it was clear. But he was just a great artist, like as well. So you could listen to him on a regular R&B tip, yeah, or like you his, yeah, his voice or whatever, exactly. Yeah. Or you could study him, which is a lot of where his cult following comes yeah, into. Because sure. I've dived into his like catalog and kind of his samples and stuff, and that's that's really fun as a music fan to kind of get into the mind of somebody's craft. So I think that's kind of what, what separated him as an artist, and that's kind of what made him, like, what Frank Ocean is now, such a celebrated and respected artist. Even from, like, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, who right. loves Frank. He has him on, like, multiple projects, even Beyonce. But yeah, actually, you mentioned his, like, movie references are fucking crazy, which is, I feel like the references he makes is so so deep and like i feel like very rare in like the genre of r&b i feel like that's very more of like a rap kind of hip-hop kind of thing where you will like reference uh a direct like he like yeah we borrow from movies he mentions he mentions stanley kubrick or like samples of stanley kubrick like we're talking about eyes wide shut on Mm -hmm. um on love crime was it love crime yeah Yeah, love Love Crimes. crimes Which I thought was fucking crazy that he sampled, like, some film audio. But also, like, he mentions, like, and what was that song? He mentions, he literally says Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. He's talking right. about Stanley Kubrick. Moonwalking, like, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Oh, I, I was thinking about another one, too, I think. Oh, I mentioned. Yeah. But, like, his, it's so crazy. Like, you don't see people, like, who? Like, um, like you have artists like Miguel or, like, Chris Brown or, like, wh- whoever, like, whatever R&B artist. They're just singing about, like, love and, like, all that. But his, like... It's so many layers of like, and we're not even talking about like rapping Frank Ocean, which we'll probably touch on later. Because right. I don't think he wasn't really doing that early on. But all I'm gonna say is Frank got bars. I need a whole rapping project from Frank because that'll be fire. But also like the samples, you know, you're mm-hmm. talking about references, which also translate over to samples. In that, 
usually for like mixtapes, quote unquote, where basically you're taking the beat from someone else mm-hmm. and going over it, usually rapping over. And he took these really sometimes popular, sometimes obscure songs like Hotel California. Yeah. And sung over them and those are hard songs to like justify using yourself yeah because they're like such classics right so like the fact that he kind of sampled it and it made it his own right i feel like a lot of people especially in our generation we were probably introduced to those songs through frank ocean it's not like oh it's hotel california playing and frank ocean singing over that it's like oh this is frank ocean's song and I know for me, at least, I was like, I heard the Hotel California song later on. And I was like, damn, so this is an actual song that Frank was just like sampled off of and just sang over. So I yeah, remember that That's like was... the fun Easter eggs of loving music. You kind of catch that. Yeah, but I mean, like an R&B, do you actually exactly. do you experience no, it's that very rap? Different. It's like, like Kanye West, I remember I would hear like a song and I love the song. And then I would hear the sample, like my dad's playing the original song. I'm like, what? I know this song. How do I know this song? And then, like, I love doing that. I'm like, what is the sample? What is the sample? And then I'm like, oh, it's just that Kanye song. So for someone like Frank Ocean, who's an R&B artist, to have that, you have that same kind of effect. It's like fucking, it's like mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. And he also, it was like such a wide variety too. Mm -hmm. Like he had Radiohead and all these different things where, like you're saying, it's like this musical education. But at the same time, it's also just showing his influences. Yeah. And his abilities on being able to make songs out of these different sounds and it's also kind of like an introduction to the sounds he was interested in in terms of like what he would later make you know on channel orange and Mm -hmm. endless and blonde and etc i mean we kind of touched on channel orange a little bit but i guess the transition between a channel orange and an endless blonde era right for me personally i was a huge fan of channel orange so I was very excited to just hear more Frank Ocean music. It's become a running joke that Frank kind of operates on his own time. Right. So yeah, To <laughs> say sure. the least. Yeah. For so sure. there was, I think, four years between the drops, mm-hmm. um, which was my whole college. <laughs> right. <laughs> Word. My whole college. Yeah, there, was, there was a lot of times where I could use some new Frank Ocean music during my college years. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you kind of left me hanging. And I mean, I love you, Frank, but like, yo, don't do that shit to <laughs> look me. Look out. Look out for the boys. <laughs> um, but nah. And that's when Endless and Blonde came later on. 2016. Right? I think it was 2016. Yeah, yeah, summer 2016. Which is crazy because we saw him perform a year later. Yeah. And it didn't seem like a year later. Right. But it was a year later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but um, basically, he finessed the system. Crazy. Got paid from Apple. Because he dropped an exclusive when he dropped Endless, the, the movie. And got out of his... Got out of deal. his Def Jam deal. Yeah. And then put out his own project, his first project on his own label, Blonde. Which is a game changer. Exactly. Which is Blonde. Which is crazy because the fact that after you... Everybody was so excited for Blonde that you just paid attention to that one for the most part. For what, a couple months? Maybe even like close to a year. Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, wow, there's still a whole nother project that right. I didn't really pay but attention to. a lot to. of people don't like know it or they forgot about it because it came out. It never came out on any streaming services. Yeah. It was never separated from the uh, the Tom Sachs film. Yeah. So. And I remember there's um on Black Friday 2017, he dropped a store kind of like merchandise right. thing yeah, yeah. on his, his oh, website yeah. that yeah. you could buy the, the magazines right yeah you yeah. could buy the cassette i believe he had a cassette he had a yeah. vhs friendless he had a vinyl yeah. and yeah. he had posters right did you go to that were you trying to no it was online 
Oh, it was on You're Blonde. talking about the drop. When he dropped Blonde, did he Yeah, had... so that was like another thing. Yeah. Was like yeah. when Blonde dropped, he had a whole magazine. That's basically like a book. It's yeah. so did big and so long. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. It's Wait, such an amazing... It? I forgot. Did you Through go... the Black Friday drop. Oh, yeah, he did online? drop the magazine yeah. as well. I remember getting that package like a year later. Yeah. I ordered it on Black Friday. Yeah, it was. It did take a minute. Yeah, I think. I and, I, and I got a package. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't remember Surprise. buying anything. And then it was that. It was hype, bro. Because yeah. it looked so dope. Like, it was like Damn. 3M reflected. Right. You got it too, man? Yeah, I got the vinyl. I got Shit. the poster. I got the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> I was going crazy. I think I was getting a little bit of, a little bit of money at the time. And I was like, F it. I'm going to just For go sure. off. But yeah. So I'm super glad I got that. Because those are like... It's like a collectible. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Which is dope. And like you said, I'm not really a big collector of vinyls. But I know like when I have my own spot or whatever, I'm going to like decorate it with... With yeah, that, with an endless record, which is crazy, right? It's just it's such a hard like flex, like <laughs> for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I got the poster. I got a I got a frame that joint. Yeah, I'm tight, man. I, I really fuck. I I remember. I think you told me about it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's dope. And it's like didn't do anything about it and forgot about it. And then I remember seeing it when Jack had it, and I was like, damn, this is hard. And then I remember seeing the fucking resale value of all that shit, and I was like, wow, okay, like this is some <laughs> real serious. Like, I still see the vinyl randomly on, like, eBay or some shit for, like, easily, like, 200, like, like triple yeah. the price, like, the OG right. price. And, I mean, if I had it, I would never sell it. I would, like, frame that shit, but, uh, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole, like, rollout, too, like, besides the deal stuff, which was obviously, like, a finesse, like, news like of said. itself, though. Like, that brought so much attention, just the fact that how he finessed everything. Right. There was, like, New York Times articles about that. Everybody was, like, writing about that, I remember. I think yeah. the most... Dopest part about the whole thing was the drop the that they made the the deli into like yeah a blonded oh yeah that was right by my store. school too yeah. my high That's school crazy. it was right there we were me and Jack were actually were working on on a project together yeah short film yeah project. and I remember during the we were filming it and we kind of like stopped and we were just like yo. <laughs> Oh, we was on Twitter. Like, we found out it was happening. Yeah. It was like, yo, we about to run were back you, to the city. This, yeah, we're, Bro, we were in Jersey. A whole were you shooting, New Jersey. What was the movie name? Why don't you Highlands. shout out? Yeah, shout it out. Yeah. Uh, yo, Highlands. shout out Highland. Yeah. Yeah, well, bro, that's the bro. thing, too. We were like, we're not going to even make it in time. Oh, so, you like, did, you did oh, your sister. So, I called my sister, and I was like, hey, right, if you're in the city, uh, can you? it was free, bro. Yeah. You just had to go. Yeah. Right. I was like, yo, can you go? And she was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, yo, take my little, bro- like, take my little brother with you. Just right. more of that shit. Yeah. yeah, so he could, we could get another one, so Jack could have one, because they didn't really care. They just were just chilling. Yeah. And then she ended up making up to like the end of the line, just like the merch oh, again. No. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, sold out. Sold out. Damn, that sucks. But then he blessed us with the Black right. Friday joint. And I remember also like the night before we started shooting, like that Friday night of that weekend. Uh, the Nikes video came out. Oh yeah, which he, he like barely ever puts out music videos, and that's, that's so still true. the only yeah. music video off that like era. Besides, what are the videos like, does he have? Like, does he have any videos from Nostalgia? Um, well, he has like no. I mean, not, not Nostalgia. Swim I mean, uh, he has like uh, Pyramid, Pyramids, Pyramids. Yeah. But Man. also like, Endless isn't a music video, but just the whole idea of that, where he put up this live stream where he was just like chopping and sawing wood in this like white yeah. space like Not shout out that, tom sax that, that like, was, shout it was out tom long Sachs. before you even heard sound right right i remember people was tuning in just to see him work like yo when is this audio right because right. people were like is he gonna stream the album through there and like yeah. everyone was so into it and like 
it got to the point where you're like, is he ever going to do anything? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Honestly, I, I, see I don't my think, man I, I, don't think I made it through the whole thing. I think I just nah, I, I had to rewatch it. I stopped watching after a while. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. yeah, It was like at night, I remember. Right. Yeah. Well, it went on like multiple days, which was crazy. Yeah, it went on a whole... It was a while. Yeah. And then like finally the project dropped. And then I remember like people hearing it and it was kind of that thing of like, wait, this is the follow-up to Channel Orange? And then, like, mm. Blonde came out, like, right after. And it was like, oh, yeah. And that's why people that stopped paying sense. attention right. to it. They thought it was just a bluff. But yeah. there's a whole last project that you can listen to. Endless is crazy, though. Endless is dope. I really like Endless. Put some respect on Endless. They all, like, feel like their own things. And Channel Orange also has this very specific feel. Mm-hmm. Partially, like, just the orange, bright orange itself that he uses feels so connected to all of the music and then there was like all the stuff with the coming out letter and the jimmy oh, yeah, Fallon that did performance come out prior to the album right right yeah so there was like already a little buzz because yeah he had come out and then there was um there was one song that he does kind of i think it was bad religion yeah where he like kind of rep- he did like, that he- on jimmy fallon yeah Oh, he performed that on jimmy fallon yeah yeah but it's like he was, it was like right about- before the album came out but wasn't he one of the songs i know he kind of like mentions that he's talking about a guy right right and it's like from his perspective right, so then yeah. i feel well, like he said that in the letter that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah actually talking about channel orange i feel like it was his most like pop album right. and so that's why far. yeah so far for sure but still in staying true to frank ocean and being like kind of weird and kind of out there yeah. but also very poppy and very open to anybody who can like fuck with this from like little kids to like grown ups and shit like that, and like made a great project. Mm-hmm. But I think Blonde was kind of him going back to doing like fuck this, I don't do whatever I want to do. And he didn't like, even submit it for a Grammy. I don't think he did win a Grammy for Channel Orange. He did, right? Yeah, Urban seeing... Contemporary Album. Yeah, and he also got nominated for just album overall. Do you guys have any like favorite songs on Channel Orange? I remember early, early on thinking of you, bro. I would listen to that song like at least a hundred times, yeah, that like song. a day. And I remember me and my cousin, my cousin Alex, my boy, would literally just like randomly just start singing that shit, like high pitch, hitting none of the notes. Right. I don't know what it was about that song, and I, I still remember like the specific YouTube video with like the picture of him. Like it wasn't even of the art, it wasn't of the album cover because it hadn't come out yet. None of the right. So it's just like a picture of Frank. But, like, just playing that shit, that shit has, like, 12 million views back in the day. And I right. feel like I was a good, like, 1 million, 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> that real. was, like, off the bat, my favorite song. But then going into it, I really love Pyramids, like, how it changes, like, two or three times. Yeah, Pyramids is great. Love that song, as well as um, Bad Religion was, like, a, a quick song I really liked off the top. But I just remember Thinking of You was, like, yeah, the, thinking one of, you of had, my favorite songs. It had songs. to be top, but Pink Matter, because the, the three-step so verse is crazy. Bad Religion, Wild, Super Rich Kids is a great Super Rich one. Kids, Lost, Sweet Life, Pyramids, Sweet, Sweet Life. Life. Yeah. The best song wasn't the single, uh, but you wasn't either. Either. Yeah. yeah. Sierra Leone, Fire. It's like a 10 out of 10 album. Like, that's yeah. like, it's definitely in the conversation for like perfect albums. Then we have Endless and Blonde. So Blonde's favorite tracks on Blonde. Like, I mean, you got... Self-Control. Just... <laughs> Self-Control. Might be the best song like, one of the best songs of our generation. Like, I think, yeah. honestly, I remember saying this a lot when Blonde first came out. I think it's the best album of our generation. Siegfried, Fire. White Ferrari, Beautiful. 
Yo, nights. Sheesh. The transition. My whole life transition, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Self control, super fire. Ivy was off the rip. Solo. Literally, the only song that's skippable is fucking Facebook story. I don't like that nigga talking to me. Like, <laughs> and there's on the Facebook. Like, <laughs> that shit always pisses me off. Because I'm like vibing so hard. Yo, but it's just, a, nigga, it's like, <laughs> what he's saying is facts. But I'm like, what he's saying is so super so facts, facts, bro. But like, yo, like, I don't want to hear this. But even Nike's, like, we were talking about the video, but the song itself, too. Like, and yo, yeah. like, how do you, how do you, how's that your opening track? And he's like singing with like, high-pitched auto-tune right. or like he just took a mean hit of helium or something <laughs> and he starts off this brand new album that's your introduction yeah. to like the greatest album yeah. of our generation <laughs> yeah it's like i feel like it's like for this generation like what the beatles albums were for sure yo frank ocean's better than all the beatles put together Jeez. okay i don't know about that i, 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 didn't, I didn't expect you to back, <laughs> back, <laughs> back the fact that jack backed me i was like oh shit like that was like a true shit on fucking off mic i don't know the beatles got bangers i was at this bar and they were only playing beatles song and i was like this is not the vibe but this is also a great vibe like, <laughs> i can't like i don't want if i get you can't drunk, dismiss if it. i get drunk to this i'm gonna cry i'm not gonna be like if i'm getting drunk to the migos or something like yeah yeah but like like I'm listening to like Yellow Submarine in the bar. Like what? Like this is dope. But like, but yeah, I don't know. But definitely, Frank Ocean's probably our Beatles. Right. Our Beatles, our Michael Jackson, whatever. But Frank Ocean's definitely the goat. Yeah. But can we talk about Frank Ocean, the rapper, who yeah, I think it. has some crazy, like intricate, weird ass bars. Yo, how about when he dropped that little verse in uh, Panorama? Oh, yeah, oh, like the self-control, self-control extended yeah. intro. Yeah. Bruh. It wasn't even, like, a freestyle, because I think he did that every... No, yeah, it was, every, like, a thing he yeah. would do. At Which, I mean, it was cool, and, like, I didn't... I probably... I think I, I did hear of it, but hearing him do it live, and I was like... It's, like, the way he raps. It's, like, so unorthodox, and... Yeah. He uses, like, the weirdest... Like, you know how, like, in rap, it's, like, uh-uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh, like... He's, like, in that sixth... Yeah, uh, where he, it's like, like, warps around, like, yeah, exactly. the patterns. like... He's not, because, like, all these other rappers are, like, in a box or whatever. But, like, the way he raps, it's, like, he puts words or says something in, like, a pocket that it's kind of, like, left for a blank right. or left for the beat. And then he responds to himself on some, like, Kendrick type, yeah. type thing, which is dope. Yo, Frank's verse on Raph is incredible. ASAP song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that whole song is fire, like. I think that he definitely carried that shit. We should get into Blonded Radio also, but, like, I remember through Blonded Radio, which is his, like, Beats 1, Apple mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. He put out one verse first, like, the song version with one of the verses. And then he put out, like, a song version with another verse. And then on Rocky's album, like, it had both verses. Oh, okay. And listening oh. to both of those back-to-back, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, perfect. Yeah, that joint's crazy. It's dope to see how Odd Future and the Mob, ASAP Mob, kind of, like, bonded. Because that's... Yeah. I feel like it's a representation of kind of like West Coast, East Coast. Not even West Coast, East uh. Coast, but more so like what Frank Ocean represents on one side and like what Drake is to me on the other side. And it's right. like a perfect uh, type of marriage. You. Yeah. Got so, you, like, because yeah. the, the mob is more so like that's like raw, I guess, hip hop, you know, rap type joint. And then you got Our Future and like right. Frank, which is just left and like the yeah. open like world. Left, left and even yeah. on like rap. They also bring in, like, even further newer school with, like, Uzi and Cardi. You know? Oh, yeah. That song was crazy. Yeah. But then, like Jack was saying, we didn't get an album 2018. 
even 2017 we didn't get an album no. either but we did get so many features like features Blonde and radio. Like singles he was just throwing out yeah, yeah. which was like dropping on yeah, yeah. Chanel. provider yo Chanel was so good Chanel might be my favorite from um, all those, those like Lucy's. those like Lucy's he was throwing out I remember also like that night when he premiered on Beats One, he like played it pretty much for an hour on loop. And just Bro, like yeah, I think I was talking. To hear it. Yeah, 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 I was like texting Jack the whole time, and then like I think it was the fourth time they played it, I realized they're just playing the same song over and over <laughs> again. But I was still vibing to it the whole time. Yo, oh. Chanel might be one of his like hardest tracks. All time, for yeah. sure. I think so. My Except God, really like a girl. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that joint crazy. And like he gave us, I mean, Blonded Radio for the most part has been like him playing music from like people he likes and also yeah, yeah. the other people on the team like Vegan and like basically showing us some of his influences or putting other people on. Yeah. But he's also given us like these Lucy's and like the biking extraverse. Yeah. I remember biking I remember, overall too. Yeah. Just like yeah. as a whole. You get Hope and Tyler on the track. Yeah. That was a blessing. Right. Yeah, that was, that was that definitely was crazy. a flex. And yeah. like a great song, lens, you know, lens. and the remix oh, with yeah. Travis, like, and the cover art for all of them were really dope too. I remember, yeah, it was crazy that, I mean, it was good for us that he released those and we got to see him perform some of them, pretty much all of them, right? At Panorama, we saw a bunch of them for sure. I don't think we missed one. Yeah, I don't remember of those new songs. Yeah, yeah, I think he touched on them. Uh, you did biking. I remember biking sounded yeah, really I good remember live. Chanel I remember his biking lens. has like nice bass and. Yeah, yeah, biking, he goes hard on stage. Sounds really yeah. good live on the, the speakers, I remember that. Yeah, yo, that was a moment. That also, like, the Blonded tour, like, that run he did with the festivals and having, like, Spike Jones handle camera. Crazy. Like... With the Tom Sachs speakers on exactly, stage. Exactly, like, like... The way he, like, collaborates so many different um, forms of art to make, like, one big thing, like, the Frank Ocean experience is, like, truly inspiring and, like, kind of gathering all these artists that he appreciates and he fucks with and just like putting it on a bigger stage and making it like part of his experience of like his show or whatever also in terms of touring the fact that he never went on a solo tour that's kind of crazy i'm talking about blonde right right right. yeah Yeah, he's never done like a tour run just literally if you didn't go to the festival you never saw him live i don't feel like he also doesn't like people seeing him yeah like he just for sure doesn't like that he yeah. just likes chilling by himself. Which is, like, especially yeah. crazy in this age of social yeah. media and the internet. And you're supposed to be, like, so accessible to your fans. Like, your fans are supposed to be... Well, because accessibility means money. And, like, that's kind of, like, the capitalism world that we live in. And he mm-hmm. kind of unsubscribed. And not only... It's weird because he unsubscribed and we love him for it. But I don't think that happens with every artist. I mean, not every artist is Frank Ocean. Yeah, that's true. But even like some artists could try it and... We not might like them, but not enough to vibe with them. Yeah. I feel like I'd forget. Like, if Ray Schremer did I don't know why I thought of Ray Schremer. <laughs> Ray Schremer did that. I'm Shout like, out Ray Schremer. Yeah. I'm like, who who were those two guys? Yeah. But, like, someone like someone iconic. like Same with Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z is the same way. Like, he doesn't have Instagram. He goes on Twitter, like... But he's also, like... He's old, too, though. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like, Frank is a man. young person. That's true. Young artist who... Everyone else yeah, is he's on social. Yeah, supposed to dominate like this. Yeah. We haven't talked much yet about the fact that Frank just recently finally joined Instagram at the yeah. end of 2018. Which is kind of strange because we don't, I don't know if we would, we would have asked for that. It's kind of <laughs> like dope. Yeah. But it's kind of weird still. Like I'm still adjusting to it. Right. And it's weird because I have other artists that I, that I follow 
where I'm still learning how to follow him because I'm like so used to not even yeah. knowing that he's present. But it's cool though to see like sometimes he'll go on Instagram story, which is like 15 seconds, and right. he'll put like some song, and you're just super hype about it. Right. Um. But yeah, he definitely feels more accessible now. Yeah. Which is cool. Do you think? Would you have preferred if he came on? The Instagram scene, like with the brand new profile, and just like posted the first picture. Or yeah, I mean, do you think it's cool that, that like, he had like hundreds of pictures on his? That was like a, a private account. Yeah. And then he like unveiled it, and you're like, oh shit, this is like Frank Ocean's life for the past like three or four years. Yeah. Or so. Right. That was part of it. Like, like Jack told me about it. He's like, yo, Frank Ocean has an Instagram account, and he just made it public. And I remember looking on Instagram, and um, it's like liking all like a bunch, going through all of his Instagrams, like liking different pictures all over the place. But, I mean, I think it's so dope because what I instantly thought of was Kanye's website, Kanye to the, or Kanye University or whatever it was. Whereas, because he's just, like, posting random shit that he, he likes. Like, he's, like, posting pictures of chairs, of art, of shoes, like the Tom Sachs shoe I just recently saw where he, like, ripped it out of the right, right. The boot, like the Tom Sachs, the moon, whatever it was called, the moon boots or something. Yeah, shit. or the Mars boots. The Mars boots, yeah. I'm happy his Instagram is the way it is. I feel like it would be corny if it's like him posting selfies right all the time all the time yeah and i feel like that would like kind of defeat the purpose defeat the purpose and like kind of hurt his image in my eyes not saying it would hurt frank ocean but like i've always thought of him like being this cool like low-key person and even with his public instagram account he's still like low-key he's like where is he in this picture and like yeah he'd be posted up with like some designers of like low-key brands that i fuck with but also like tom Sachs, you know like the god yeah the god yeah like you're a big fan of him like not many musicians would necessarily collaborate with him or, yeah or know or, how to do it him. in the right way or know yeah him. even or, to yeah. know him at all frank's style in general though like it's he, so he can yeah, pull off anything his style his style yeah. yo the comb de garçon shorts he had the sparkly shits on the o32c oh, yeah, yeah. magazine cover I, I think you did yeah. i think i did get i got that too we all yeah, got it right yeah. yo but no his style is so it's like he does whatever he wants. Like, like he could be wearing like some like regular jeans and Vans one day, and then stunt and wear like some unreleased Tom Sachs shoes, which he's been doing like the red joints that right. I've never seen before, with like some fucking Jinko jeans, like the wide ass leg pants from the '90s or some shit. Or some like sparkly tights. Yeah, or, yeah, like what, like what? He can do whatever, and he pulls it off in like a way that I feel like no one. Like, ASAP Rocky, I think of, like, fashion-wise, and what he wears is cool, and he looks cool wearing it, but I feel like Frank Ocean wears uncool shit and looks cool in it. Like, he could, right. he brought well back said. car, he could be wearing, didn't he, he wore cargo shorts yeah, yeah. at one of his festivals. This nigga wore cargo shorts. My dad's <laughs> the worst cargo shorts. That's what I think of. I, I, I like think cargo, cargo shorts. shorts on the low, maybe in the high, so. On the, but, like, like, fucking below the ankle, like, below the knee cargo Bro, shorts? We out here, bro. What? <laughs> Bro, some Air Force One. What Yo. you thought this was? Not cargo pants, cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard, bro. What? Yo, cargo shorts are like the ugliest thing ever. Yeah. Next to like baggy denim shorts, which he also wears too. <laughs> like this nigga literally wears like what's the ugliest thing I could wear? <laughs> he rocks it, pulls it off, and then you see like twenty people in Soho wearing the same shit the next like week. Or Soho. He's one of them. He be crawling around so yeah you ran time, into him yeah. once you ran into you ran into frank i ran into frank no one time. fucking way yeah right and, like said what up or like, yeah i said what's up right before panorama and i think luca was with him that was but, before Pan- i thought it was after panorama no, it, was, it was like a week before but yeah it was crazy you saw frank Damn, so you said what up to him i said what's up it was crazy because 
How can how can you do that? I get so starstruck, and I'm like, I don't want to. I've seen so many famous people, but I don't want to bother. Like I remember seeing Andre 3000 at an opening ceremony, Crazy. and he was just shopping, and I was like right next to him. And I was That's like, your like, store too. And we were just on the same floor, and I was like looking at clothes, but really just looking at fucking <laughs> Andre. Like yo, like I, I rocked the orange beanie because of you. <laughs> I, like all this shit I do because of you, and like I was like I wanted to talk to him. I was like, I'm just not gonna say anything. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. You saw Frank in like first. That's crazy. That's so rare. It was awesome. Um, yeah, so I mean, Frank Ocean. We all love him. We all appreciate him. We all praise him. He's the god, the goat, peace, love, and this has been off mic. With your boy, Solomon. Pedro. Special and guest. Jack, yeah. And we'll catch you on the next one on the flip side. Yeah. Have a blessed week and tell your mom you love her.